Super Vegan Brian, as Michael was suddenly thrown into a vortex of family stuff, so he cannot be here today. I am joined today by Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And Kersey Smurf Erica. Hola. Como estas? Muy bien. You do? Uh, bien. My Spanish oh, stops there. Ocho piezas. Ocho piezas para aquí, por favor, y tortillas de harina, y tortillas de maíz, y arroz y frijoles, y puré de papa para aquí. There's probably a lot of, like, Hispanic listeners who are like, wow, you guys are really yeah, white. Yeah, no, no. Like anyone, who <laughs> anyone who speaks Spanish is laughing their ass off right now because I just ordered chick. I just ordered eight pieces of chicken with flour tortillas and um, rice, beans, and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite one, a friend of mine looked this up online. Um, uh, tengo un gato en fuego en mi pantalones. <laughs> you have a cat on fire in your pants. Yeah. She looked up how to say, <laughs> I have a hot pussy in my pants. And that's what it says. That's, <laughs> that's what Google translate comes up with. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, my favorite is Matt. Uh, I, I'm never going to say it right, but I'll, I'll be talking about something and he'll be like, why not both in Spanish? Which is why I call him Senor Kerbal. So. <laughs> I love that commercial, the little girl. Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then a, a huge crowd appears and lifts him up in the air and celebrates like like they just won the war. I know. It was amazing. Yeah, that commercial is the best. <laughs> Anyways, if you are tuned in, um, remember that we have a Patreon at Nerd Podcast Radio. No, that's not right. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. And on our Patreon, we have a bonus episode every week. This morning, the three of us, while waiting for Michael, when we didn't know he wouldn't be here, recorded a little bonus episode of us just nerding the heck out. And teasing Michael for being late. Yes. <laughs> and teasing Brian for always thinking everybody has celiac. Well, he does. He's got me convinced. Dude, so you don't you don't think we're all completely insensitive to Michael? Uh, Michael is going through selling and buying house stuff, so sometimes, yeah. If you've ever gone through that before, try to imagine doing that while being on a podcast. Sometimes you can't make it. So we're going to talk about a day in the life of a nerd today. Um, we're going to talk about like what it's like day to day to be a nerd, weekdays, weekends, and how to like how we like balance life with that and how we fit things in. But first, let's play everybody's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? Yay, Erica picked it up. I did. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, why don't you start? What's nerdy no, with no, you, you gotta this explain, week? You got to explain the game first. Why? Because there might be someone who's never listened to the show before who's listening to this oh. episode. Well, welcome, person that's never listened to the show before. Mm -hmm. Every week we play What's Nerdy With You, where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they did this week, and then we vote on who gets the no prize. Yay. Is that good? Prize. That's perfect. Yay. That's fantastic. So <laughs> the first person to share the nerdiest thing they did this week is Anthony. Anthony, what was nerdy what? with you this week? Well, Brian, yeah, really excited there all of a sudden. 
Um, okay, so many listeners and you guys should remember a while back, I talked about starting a chess and checkers enrichment for some preschoolers. Well, this week, I actually got to start said enrichment and start teaching a bunch of basically like four and five year olds how to play chess and checkers. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. You're going to How win. did they do? Uh, okay, so there's one little boy. He is Chinese and speaks no English, so he had a pretty rough time. Yeah. He uh he really wasn't very he really wasn't very interested. He's more interested in trying to take the pieces away and like fling them at other kids. Um <laughs> we had these little girls that were really into it and they were actually really good at it. Um like one of the more complicated like things to try to explain to kids is actually really complicated to try to explain to adults even is how pawns work. I, I know they're like the most simplest like like um pieces of the game, but they're actually one of the more complicated as far as rules go because uh, for those of you that don't play chess, the first time you move a particular pawn, you can move it two spaces instead of one space. But after that, it can only move one space. When they attack, they attack diagonally one space instead of forward. So it's really complicated to explain like, oh, yeah, this thing moves forward, but attacks this way. Oh, but in this case, you can move two spaces instead of one space. It's that's a lot of stuff to remember about one guy. All the others, it's actually a lot simpler. This thing moves this way. If it lands on a guy, you you capture that guy. That's not complicated. Pawns are actually a little weird. Um, and we actually had one little girl. She, like she totally picked it up right away. Like she got it down pretty quick. I even played like a little game with them of me versus all of them. I I I purposely made a lot of bad decisions so that they could like try to think tactically. Like oh, if he moves that there, oh, I can get his guy now. And so well, yeah, you, you're you a much versus- nicer person than I am because I never did any of that when I play with Amelia. <laughs> I just I just destroy her every time so that she learns how to be better. I'm so. sure I'll destroy them later. Yeah, but Amelia was five. She was five when you taught her how to play chess, right, Bri? I didn't teach her how to play chess. Are you sure? Wasn't me. Oh, it was boy. I think it was boy. Yeah, it wasn't me. It's I taught lovely. you how to play chess. Uh, yeah, you did teach me how to play <laughs> chess, and I'll never fucking play with you again, asshole. <laughs> Wow, Brian. Yeah, what he would do is he would explain the basic rules and then like all the fancy moves and stuff that you can do. He would then do to me and then go and I'll be like, you can't do that. He's like, well, actually. And it got to the point where I just was convinced he was making shit up. No, it's (laughs) not my fault. You told me you knew how to play already. Well, apparently I just knew the basic stuff, not all the fancy shit you were doing. Anthony, what happens when a pawn gets to the other end of the board? Uh, you get a piece back. No, it turns into a queen. Oh, it turns into a queen. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I'm, then see? maybe it's not so cool. obvious. I knew it was Exactly. Ugh. So anyways, now I don't play games with Brian. That's not true. <laughs> you just don't play chess with me or Scrabble. Or, or fucking Scrabble. No, I'm never playing Scrabble with you either. I, I know I know. there's a couple, like, um, I can't remember the one. It's something with the two rooks at the opposite corners is like kings something. I can't where you can like. I can't remember what that rule is, though. I'll have to look it up. Castling. No, I, Castling. Yeah. yeah. And then there's that weird pawn rule. Um, what is it? En passant. I don't know that one that well, though. I, I only heard about it recently, and it's like crazy. I'm definitely not teaching the kids those. Yes. Yes. At the at the chess club, they actually do. But that's different. That's like a specialized school for chess. Yeah, they're gonna they're just gonna learn the basic rules. Uh, I even had one of little little girls when I was taking her back to the classroom as we were walking. She was like, "Chess is freaking cool." 
That is awesome. She was, that she is was so excited. awesome. She was excited. So, Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? Um, well, probably the nerdiest thing I did is I went and saw it with my friend Matt. And uh, that might be today. Yeah, it might not be per se nerdy, I guess. I don't know. But it was a pretty big deal for me because I'm terrified of clowns. So um, I made the decision to watch the old one, which wasn't super scary because, again, Tim Curry and like I couldn't suspend my disbelief too much. Um, but I did watch it at home at night by myself with my husband at work. Um, but with this one, there was no way I was seeing it by myself. So I went and saw it with uh, my friend Matt. And uh, I did not scream out loud. Um, there was a few gasps. I definitely scrunched down in my seat and hid my face a few times. Um, <laughs> but... It, it, it was good. It scared me. And Matt had a good time. And then I was on my way home. And Brian, I tried to call you after I got out of the movie and you didn't answer. So on my way, actually, to my mother-in-law's to pick up the girls, I kept looking in the back seat like the whole time, just like we did after we saw Ring for the first time. I was super, super fucking freaked out. But then when I got to uh, to my mother-in-law's and picked up the girls, all of a sudden the girls needed me. I completely forgot about the movie. I didn't have well, nightmares good. or anything. I was that's like, oh, good. awesome. I just have a question for you, Erica. Hmm. Does the popcorn pop? Apparently the popcorn pops. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> mm, I don't get it. I'm watching the movie today, so hopefully I'll get it then. <laughs> you will. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am so happy that you saw it. I, I didn't think you were gonna. It, it it was really cool when you told me you were gonna go see it with Matt. Yeah, yeah, and I'm really I'm really glad I did. I was like, I, there was no way I could have seen it by myself. Like, if I went and saw it by myself, I would have just been like sobbing and crying. But it was it was kind of neat because like I would gasp or like hunch down in my seat or cover my face or something, and I could just hear Matt laughing at me. <laughs> And at one point he was like, I should be like recording you right now. <laughs> but his, him laughing at me made me feel better. Like I wasn't alone. So I, I think that helped a lot. Well, I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes um, and looking at how it is doing because uh, I plan on seeing it today, hopefully. And it's doing really well. Critics and fans love it like a lot. So, when I went to see it, I saw it on the I'm day happy. it came out. I forgot it was coming out that day and just went, oh, yeah, it's out today. So I went online and I saw that it was going to be on at nine. It was 830. I bought a ticket. I went to the theater and there was a line going out of the movies, like a ridiculously long line. And then in the theater, they had a long line for the movie. I skipped the freaking line and walked right into the theater with my online ticket. Online tickets are the best. They had a separate theater just for the people who bought their tickets online. That's cool. Our theater doesn't do that. But when you buy your tickets, you get to pick your seats. So there's no line. There's no, there's never a line. They have you have your seat number and that's it. That's all there is to it. Plus, they're like the reclining seat. So it's like a um, not a recliner, I guess. <laughs> they're just You're starting to announce that they're doing that in some of the theaters out here. So, Erica, do you got a question for me? Um, let me see. Let's see. Hey, Brian, what's nerdy with you this week? <laughs> so what was nerdy with me this week? And thank God Michael's not here because we can't share the same thing since he's not here. Um, I went to WhoCon on Saturday and saw the Velveteen Band. 
And I'm really jealous. The nerdiest thing about that is they played 500 Miles by the Proclaimers, and I got involved in a marching conga line like the David Tennant video. Oh, my God. I'm sad I didn't get to go. I was feeling so sick. I don't want to go. That was that sucks. I never could do anything fun with you guys. It, I was also picked for a panel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. Go ahead. Um, it was like the dating game, but it was the doctor picking their companions. And I didn't get a doctor from the show. I got Doc Phineas, who was cosplaying as his own doctor. Cos fin- Doc Phineas is like a San Diego like icon and national icon. He's like a antiquities expert he's been on pawn stars before and he was like his own doctor and he he pussied out and picked all three of us as his companion instead of just me because you think it should have been just you um well okay so he asked the best part of that was he goes tell me in a short sentence why you think i you should be my companion and the first lady goes oh because i have kids and i like to travel and i'm gonna teach them about the things we see And then I go, because I will be the perfect mirror of the joy and wonder of the universe for your endless cycle of not being able to experience it because you've been experiencing it over an eternity. And that's a really good answer. The lady next to me stared at me like the bully does the teacher's pet. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yeah, it was it was pretty darn awesome. Um yeah, we did that one, and then we went to the panel that was sorting the doctors into Hogwarts houses. Okay. Like, they, so who- they went they went through each doctor and had, like, an intelligent discussion over which Hogwarts house they should be in. So who ended up where? Well, they went over all, um, all 13, so pick one. <laughs> I'll uh, tell you about a couple. Where'd Matt Smith end up? Matt Smith was, um, like, hands down Hufflepuff. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. It makes sense. I yeah. agree with that. It was mostly about he was the first companion that was he was the first doctor who was not only like loyal to his companions. He loved them. Well, I mean, Tennant fell in love with Rose. They Tennant was hard. Tennant was like a huge debate between all all the houses. What would the, the justification for Slytherin be? It was a weaker argument than the others, but they were basically talking about the um the Doctor Victorious, the Time Lord Victorious, mm-hmm. and how he was always slipping into that. Yeah, I I voted Gryffindor for him, um, but most people were voting Ravenclaw. Uh, I would, yeah, I'd probably go with Ravenclaw for Tenet. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Ravenclaw. And then the Velveteen Band rocked everybody. It was amazing. Mike apparently was surprised. Oh, surprised. well, yeah, because of the picture. Mike was what? exhausted because he went to Disneyland the day before. Man, Mike's a busy guy. Yeah. Did we lose Anthony? No. Did I'm... we? Oh, okay, good. Hmm. Yeah, Mike was exhausted. Yeah, and then and then Daniel started like rocking out and then Mike was had this like face like, whoa. He had this very like crazy face, like, what's going on, man? Daniel Cross and his wife Amber had to leave early because Amber was running a fever. But we did get to see them. So Michael, us, Michael, and they actually got to like meet since we started the podcast. It was the first time we'd seen each other since the podcast. And it was it was cool. We were all in one place. We handed out all our business cards and maybe got some people who'd be interested in being on. That's cool. Yeah, it, it was it, it was it good sucks day. that she wasn't feeling well. Yeah, it really does. Um, she was really disappointed because she really wanted to go to that Hogwarts panel. 
Yeah. Like, I understand that. I get migraines and stuff, and sometimes, you know, I don't get to do the things that I wanted to do because of it. So I get it. That really sucks, though. She was pushing really hard to stay. And that, yeah, she decided to go. It was like, I think, I think her fever was like at 102 when they finally left. Oh, she's a braver woman than I. My fever's at like 101. I'm like, I'm out. See ya. She's okay now, though. That's good. So let's vote. So the way we do this is everybody gets four widgets and we allocate them to who we want based on the nerdy thing. We think that is the nerdiest thing. So, Anthony, you get to go first. Um, hmm, hmm. I guess I'll give Brian two. And I guess I'll give myself two. Yeah, I'm actually going to give myself some. Oh, I feel bad for Erica. Why? I'm good. Because, because you went and saw the clown movie. I know, but unless like you really, really know me, you don't really understand how big of a deal that is. Just saying I'm afraid of clowns is like an understatement. And I, a oh, lot of people oh. don't understand it. <laughs> You're mortified. They're, they're like the worst thing ever. I've punched clowns because they've gotten too close to me. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, Brian, minus one point. She deserves a point. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I am. I am perfectly happy to do that. Erica, <laughs> what about you? Um. Well, I'm gonna say that uh, I've got a soft. Shit. Sorry, Amelia. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, that was Amelia. Um. So I'm going to say that I have a soft spot for children, and uh, I also have a soft spot for music. So while I know how cool it was, um, what I did. I really think that both of those things are really awesome. But with that being said, children win. So Anthony's going to get three and Brian's going to get one. Yay. Yes. Using kids to my advantage. <laughs> Every time. It's like, you know, it's my weakness. <laughs> it's like my kryptonite. <laughs> I thought yeah. Collins were your kryptonite. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and old people. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a terrible person for saying that too. You know that one's actually gotten better as I've gotten older. But um, yeah, no, this still I still can't. I can't. Anyways, this, go ahead. This is a hard one because going to a Doctor Who convention is really nerdy. Erica saw the freaking clown movie, and Anthony taught kids chess. Oh, and checkers. Oh, that's just tough. throwing that extra one in there, like and checkers. <laughs> Well, I'm going to give one to each of us, and... We all deserve at least one. I agree. And then the last one goes to... Anthony's winning, so I'm going to give it to Erica. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. That's fair. (laughs) So with six votes, Anthony, three Erica, three Brian, Anthony wins the no prize for the nerd of the week. I do, because teaching children play chess checkers is the nerdiest thing you know, being yeah. that my first nerdy thing on the show was taking photos of a chess club and I won, I, I I can relate to that. I think it is. Well, I think it's really cool, all the work you do with the with the kids. So, so thanks. I appreciate it. They're driving me crazy this week. <laughs> <laughs> As children are apt to do. I heard a child in the background. Whose was that? This is my son. Yeah, it's He's, saying, he's saying hello. He's going to start participating. Yeah, that he is participating. Oh yeah, Amelia's dying to participate. I know, right? I bet she I bet she's like wants to get online. But I can't call her Munchkin, right? Is that the rule? Oh you know, I can't call her Amelia Bedelia. Yes. You um, can't call her Amelia uh, Bedelia. 
Not fair. Yeah, we if we ever had her on and you called her that, she'd have a temper tantrum and we wouldn't have her. It, she she gets really upset. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. So I can't even make a joke. Got yeah, it. she can't Ew. handle that name. She hates it so much. Mm, okay. And do you want to know her reasoning? Because she she has books. a legitimate reason. Other other than well, yeah, but other than the fact that uh, people um, like you know that's annoying. Like if you're Amelia, people are always calling you Amelia Bedelia like your whole life. No, you cannot be in here. Go. Why? Amelia, out. Grounded? Would you like to be grounded? No, Mom. I want to come in here and spend time with you. No. Three, two, one. And no birthday party. Mom, I'm out. Yeah. Can door. Shut the door. Move your foot. No. Move your foot. Amelia Lee. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that was freaking cute. <laughs> so, anyways, her... It's not just that people have always said Amelia Bedelia, Amelia Bedelia every, every time. It's because she read the Amelia Bedelia books and she thinks Amelia Bedelia is an idiot. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be. (laughs) (laughs) I love that in the background. Yeah, she is an idiot. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's not wrong. She's she's not not wrong. I just have this like sitcom idea in my mind that she has a glass at the door. She she is standing on the other side of the door right now, like listening and trying to get in. Yeah. No. If I had a second mic and headphones, I would just let her. But I don't. Yes. And and it doesn't work anyway. You need a mixer. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said. Um, But yeah, I love my niece and she's amazing. But shut the fuck up, Amelia. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she got mad. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> so our topic today is a day in the life of a nerd. We, right we kind of have a loose outline, so we're going to figure this out. Um, Anthony, so what kind of nerdy stuff do you do in your normal life, and how do you fit it into a weekday like a work day? Okay, so uh, a lot of the nerdy stuff I do is either playing on the computer or painting my 40K models. Um, occasionally even having a game with my girlfriend. I'm sure some of you have seen the recordings. Generally, the way I fit that in is I get up early because I work at a preschool, so I have to get up early. And then I go to work, and I'm there. Uh, depending on what shift I'm working on, I'm either there till 4 p.m. or 6 p.m., and then it's uh, it's probably a pretty long ride home because traffic sucks over the freeway. And then when I get home, I don't know what it's called. It's called the something something freeway. <laughs> you don't know the freeway you drive on? I'm so bad with, I'm not a well, very good, like, directional sense person. You so got I don't, it part right because you're in California, so it's the something. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah, it is the, because we're the only state apparently that puts the word the in front of all their freeways. Anyway, go, go ahead, Anthony. Sorry. So then I'll come home, and that's generally when I do the nerdy stuff. Uh, I'll be home, eat dinner, and then we'll do our nerdy thing. Uh, generally with the girlfriend, we do it together. So it like it doubles as doing the nerdy thing and bonding with the girlfriend. So it like doubles for time. So that's your weekday. What's your or what's your weekend? Well, I think we're gonna do weekends on a separate round robin. Oh, yeah. Uh, so so you- right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm 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 doing the math because I know what er, what what Anthony does nerdily. So I'm kind of figuring out what the weekend is already, and we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> He's like, mm, I have a feeling this is what happens during the weekend. Yes, um, Erica, what about you? Because I was actually really curious because you you have two children now. Both both of you guys work. How do you do? You have any chance to fit nerdy stuff in during the week? So I have to find the time. So my day starts at uh, anywhere, gosh, anywhere from four o'clock in the morning to six o'clock in the morning, depending on when Rowan decides that she's awake and she wants to be awake. Um, Then I will get Amelia ready for school, um, fight with Amelia to get Amelia ready, fight with Rowan to get Rowan ready because Rowan does not want to wear clothes. I have never never had a child or seen a child that fights the way she does with putting on clothes like and she's only six months old so (laughs) so that's fun um so i get the girls ready i get amelia on the bus uh if i have time i eat breakfast if i don't i don't eat breakfast take her to daycare and then i go to work and i start working and i get lunch pretty much anytime i want but the nice thing is that I only live 10 minutes away from my work. So so what I will do is I will come home on my lunch. I will eat a sandwich while playing like Final Fantasy or something. So I only get like 30 minutes of play, like game time while trying to shove food in my mouth and then go back to work. <laughs> then I'll finish working, go pick up Rowan, pick up Amelia, uh, be home, make dinner, get the girls bathed, and get them ready for bed. Uh, depending on when Rowan falls asleep, which can be anywhere between 7 and 9 p.m. Um, if it's earlier, then Amelia and I will hang out in the living room and play video games or play magic or something like that. Um, if it's later, then I will listen to my audiobooks on my Bluetooth headphones while laying in bed with the girls while they are going to sleep. Or I'll watch uh, a TV show or something on my phone through and have all the sound through my Bluetooth so that I don't bother the girls. And then I'll go to sleep. So that's how I fit nerdy stuff in during the week. <laughs> how much sleep do you get every night? Like four hours? Uh, four or five. Yep. What about you, Anthony? We didn't get that answer. How much sleep do you get? It depends on when I go to sleep, but I generally try to get at least six. So like six to eight. I like sleep. I like sleep well, a I, lot. I do too, but I have a difference. Like my my husband works nights, so I get off at five. He goes to work at five. Yeah. So if you, yeah, exactly. If you so, went to sleep around the same time I did, you would never get to hang out with your husband. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. It's like, eh. <laughs> no, that I, don't, makes sense. I don't see him very much. Like, even if I do see him during the week, it'll be on my lunch or it'll be like five to six in the morning. So thanks, honey. He just brought me some coffee. He's watching the girls so I can be on the podcast. Oh, how nice. Aww. Good, good husband. He is a good husband. He's the best husband. Well, I don't, I don't know if he's the best. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He takes very good care of me. We'll start is, keeping score once I get married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we'll keep score. <laughs> so, Brian, what does your nerdy weekday look like? All right. So this is probably not unexpected from people who know me, but everything's on the calendar. So I get up at 430 in the morning and it's like on the dot every day. 
I'd never hit snooze. So uh, you're you're like awake when I wake up in the morning? Well, I get up at well, four thirty, that'd be seven thirty for you. Oh no, I've already been awake. Oh, I didn't yeah. know you were awake that early. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, get up at four thirty in the morning on the dot. Then um generally spend a half hour going on YouTube, maybe doing some podcast thing that needs to get done. I try not to edit that early or doing something with photos. Then I get ready for the rest of the time. So it's shower, teeth, clothes, breakfast, lunch for work. Then on the way to work, I talk to Heather because, you know, as most people know, we're in a long distance relationship. So we talk on the way to work. She gets out of the shower around 630. So that's like halfway to work. And I get there early. So I leave around 6.15. I have to work at 7. Before I talk to her, I listen to podcasts, usually the Cracked Podcasts, considering there's three of them now. Or I listen to the Squanch, which is the Wise Crack Rick and Morty podcast. I love the Squanch. Um, then after work, really that depends. Like a good podcast. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one because they talk about the show like a normal podcast. And then in the, the second half, they get into the philosophy of the show. It's and they get into some stuff that I just don't understand, which I like. I like listening to podcasts that I don't get makes makes me feel like I'm learning something during work on my breaks. I read a novel. Same for lunch. I finish my lunch as fast as I can. Then I go out inside and I read. Then after work depends on the day of the week. So like Mondays, Tuesdays, um, I go straight home. Then I probably watch TV or try to jump right into podcast editing um, if I haven't finished it on Sunday. Then. It's just like working out the schedule of like how things are going to be up. Try to get it as soon as I can done so I can focus on other things. Um, if I don't have any podcast stuff to do, I'll work on photos or I'll play video games. Uh, I just downloaded Pillars of Eternity last night. So looking forward to playing that. It is a good game. It looks good. Even though you you tease me for liking this the other game that those people made. Well... I was. I'm. I'm probably gonna get it at some point. It's just really expensive. Uh, what else? Oh, they're coming out with Pillars of Eternity too. Yeah, I backed that on Kickstarter, even though I'd never played the first game. It's a good game, and it's a it's a game genre that isn't really being targeted much. They're probably one of the few companies that's actually like targeting the ace uh, isometric RPG game. So my last half of the week is planned out. Um, Wednesdays I have date night with Heather. Right now that date night is watching Rick and Morty. And since that's only a 22 minute episode, we were probably going to just start doing bonus episodes after that. I'm, I'm sort of using her as a test bed for trying out new recording methods, too, since we know we're both free that night. Um, when Rick and Morty wasn't on, we were watching Doctor Who. And then Thursdays, um, pretty every other Thursday, I usually try to make time to spend time with my best friends. So we'll go out for a meal or we'll go out somewhere and do something. Then Fridays, I have the Supernatural viewing party that I do within the group for the Supernatural Road So Far podcast. So my weeks are very well planned out and lots of stuff on certain days and it shifts depending on what, you know, I just schedule things. So yeah, you're, you're a very organized person. I try to be that organized and for the most part I am, but I think there's something about a really rigid schedule that annoys the hell out of me. So, well, it's not rigid. It shifts. It's just, I spend time each week making sure it's planned out. I mean, that's the that's the part that just requires discipline because it's just like Sundays I go, is my week planned out? And I have some reoccurring stuff like date night. Um, and then, you know, usually planning that out means, hey, or do we need to move that around because we have stuff going on in that night? 
we try to make, we, we, we never cancel it. We always try to make sure it happens, whether we have to move it around or not. Heather works till like five or six and her work, she has to work 45 hours a week. So time is like precious. So we try to talk whenever we can. Well, that's um, good. I, I wish I could plan more, but I really can't. Like when you have children planning things is really difficult because they're not always on board with, you know, agreeing to do anything that you want them to do. And it's even worse when you have two. <laughs> when I have kids, I am going to try so hard to make it work. But understanding that kids add chaos to things and maybe it needs a, a new system to to figure out. And you can't like rigidly plan it, but maybe you can make some maybe I could make some make it less stressful by at least applying some thinking to it. Yeah, I, I have to say with like and maybe Anthony can relate to this, like the best laid plans of mice and men, because sometimes it's something your kids want to do. Like like Amelia wanted to go to Canada on the trip, but mm. I couldn't stay on a schedule for just packing up to get ready to go on the trip because she was in a bad mood, you know? Yep. <laughs> so it's like, yep. like plans your mood. Yeah, yeah, plans it's like, it's because like, because kid didn't want to do it. <laughs> exactly. Like like they're tired or or you or you know, they're in a bad mood or it, it, it you're like just okay, whatever. You you have to give up sometimes or sometimes you just have to alter the plan because there's sometimes there's just nothing you can do. They they as much as I love to have a plan and be organized, you have to give yourself a lot more time to get anywhere or do anything because getting a kid's buy-in on something is really hard. Yeah, I learned that really quickly when Amelia came here. I mean, our first week was rigidly planned and that was that wasn't working. So the second week was much more flexible. Exactly. Yeah, you can't you can't be like we're going to do this and then this and then this and then this because, you know, if they get tired or hungry or grumpy or they just don't want to do anything cuz they're just in a mood. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, you, I, you have I, to have to be more relaxed. I think we're you, so on the outline we have weekdays, weekends and then time management. So I think we're pretty much covering the time management as we go. Um Anthony, um so nerdy stuff, weekends, go. Oh, geez. Okay. So weekends, I don't have to work anymore. Yay. So generally what I do is me and the girlfriend, we either paint stuff, put models together, or we'll actually play a game. Um, we we haven't really been doing so much of the D, uh, the uh, 40K stuff lately because we've been doing other things or we just really wanted to take a break because we were going pretty ham on 40K for a while there. So lately we've actually just been watching Netflix shows. She's really gotten me into House of Cards. That's a really good show. I introduced Leslie to her first episode of Doctor Who last weekend. Wow. Which one? Uh, Time Thief. Ooh. Or Time Heist. Time Heist. That's a good one. That's a good one to introduce someone to the show with because that's a crazy episode. Yeah, I was looking at the recordings and I was like, I know, um, because uh, I got to figure out how I'm going to be able to watch Doctor Who and show her all the episodes like back to like Chris Eccleston. Um, you got to so get Amazon the, Prime. Yeah, Probably. And I was looking at the recordings that we have on our, because um, we have Dish, and I was looking at the recordings that we have, and I saw Time High. So I was like, oh, that was a good episode. I'll show her that episode. So Peter Capaldi is her, her doctor. Yeah. You, you left out, like, so you're talking about the weekends, and you didn't include the podcast. I did not include the podcast. Saturday <laughs> mornings, I do the podcast. <laughs> Brian's right. I forgot about that. This is a nerdy thing I do. 
I'm doing it right now. Yay! Right now, people, doing a nerdy thing. So that's generally how my weekend goes, is it's like free form. We just kind of do whatever if we don't have something planned, which we have a lot of things planned. Leslie plans a lot of stuff for us to do. Did Did you include painting? Yep, I did. Okay, I missed that it. We, that we paint and we put our models together over the weekends sometimes. We haven't done that lately, which we really need to start doing that soon because we signed ourselves up for this thing called uh, Armies on Parade next month. No, no, it's in November. Um, so you have to – it's a little like painting competition thing where you make an army. You have it painted and modeled up, and then you make like a little set piece, and it's like a – it's like a – not a square foot. It might be three square feet by three square feet and you make the terrain and everything. And the idea is to kind of create like an army set piece and your army sits in a a store like a games workshop for a whole day. And then people kind of like vote on like what they like and things like that. That's cool. So, yeah, we're doing we're doing that for two months from now. So we need to start painting, getting our stuff together. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like you got some work to do. I know. And we've not been doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is. But Erica, uh, how are your nerdy weekends? Oh, gosh. Okay. So my nerdy weekends, every Saturday starts the same. Well, unless I'm out of town. I uh, get up when Rowan wakes up and pulls on my face and says, good morning, mommy. Because she is going through a thing uh, for the, like the last month where she will not sleep. Unless she is in my arms, not next to me, not in her side sleeper in my arms. So that's a lot of fun. (laughs) So I wake up to a baby pulling on my face and giggling, which is which is sweet in itself. Um, Then I get up, I get a shower, I get her bathed and, and ready for the day. And then I go downstairs, I make breakfast. So like this morning, I made um, spinach, portobello mushroom and onion frittatas um, and cinnamon rolls and bacon. So I get all of that ready um, by 10 o'clock. And then I wake up my husband. Uh, he comes down. We have breakfast together as a family. And then he watches the girls while I come up here and do the podcast at 11 o'clock my time. Um, once the podcast is done, then I do like housework that has to be done. Like the stuff that like we can't like function Uh, without it getting done and then we spend family time together so later this evening we're going to have dinner at his parents house um sundays uh every other sunday is gaming so i will go to the grocery sunday morning i'll take the girls and go to the grocery and get uh all the food and stuff for the guys when they come over because usually i will make like the main dish and they'll bring like sides So last week we made um, pulled pork. So I got a pulled pork shoulder from the grocery and uh, made that. We had pulled pork sandwiches. It was really, really good. Because I don't, I don't believe, like, you know, Brian, I like to feed people. I don't like there to just be, you know, just like cheese and crackers or whatever. Sometimes you go to like some game nights and people have just brought junk food. I try to actually have like a family meal um, with the group, uh, which, which, at least Travis really appreciates. He always tells me how good it is. So <laughs> that's nice. I'm going to start uh, calling you Mama D&D. 
Yeah, well, that's right? kind of exactly what happens. Like, I will make, like, real food. <laughs> like, I make enchiladas or, you know, whatever, and everybody comes, and we have dinner together. Um, and we have dinner about 6 o'clock, and then uh, by 7 o'clock, we are playing, and we play until about 10 or 11, just depending on the campaign, and then everybody goes home, and that's it. <laughs> So that's my weekend. Sometimes I get to play video games in there. Like if I tell my husband I need some video game time, he'll be nice enough to take care of the girls while I have some video game time or something. But other than that, that's what I do. Pretty cool. I agree. You are a D&D mommy from now on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Brian, what is your weekend looking like? Um, All of my weekends are different. I mean, you... It, it's sort of like you make it out. I made it out like I rigidly plan everything, but I don't, other than the podcast in the morning on Saturdays and, you know, like church on Sundays, I don't like have a rigid schedule. Last week, I went to a con that was planned. The week before, I just planned on vegging on Saturday and then I ended up going to a con on Sunday. I mean, it was totally unplanned. Just a friend contacted me and said, hey, holiday weekend, come on down. I have a hotel bed for you. And I was free to do that. My, my Saturdays are usually pretty free. This weekend, today, after the podcast, I'm driving out to Anaheim to meet some people from the Supernatural Mega Coven, which is the little fan group I'm part of. And this is the people who live in California all getting together to meet up. Um, two of them are going to Disneyland. So I'm I'm just going to meet up with them for lunch. That's cool. Yeah, I you know, at the time when we planned it, I couldn't afford to go to Disneyland and I can now, but I don't really want to. I don't know. I might change my mind when I get there. I might go to Disneyland for the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, Disneyland's expensive. Well, I guess it's not if you're a resident, right? It's still expensive. It's like 90 bucks. For a residence pass? Yeah. They don't do that cheap stuff that they used to do. They don't? No. I remember oh, when well, I used to go there. Shit. I remember when I used to go there for 26 bucks. Yeah, I mean, like, why would you not go there and spend a bunch of money if they let you in cheap? You could do that like they'd make so much more money, idiots. I think they get so many international people that it doesn't even matter anymore. People travel to go there. It's just nuts. I mean, parking's super expensive. The park's super expensive. So I'm going to go have lunch with them. I was supposed to work tomorrow, but that got canceled. So I don't know how long I'll be out there. I might go to the movies or something. Since I'll be out there, I can go to an IMAX theater. I, I really want to see it again. Um, it, it was a good movie. That's for sure. I really enjoyed it. I think if I, I had, heard the acting I, was great. If no, it. Oh, my God. It was totally on point. I'm sorry, Brian. I had just just for a second. It was totally on point. So there the kid. There's a kid that's in Stranger Things that is also in it. He is on point every single time. Like like whoever wrote his script did a great job because he's he's just perfect every single time and then the girl that plays bev looks like a little molly ringwald it's so cute and perfect so go ahead Bray. sorry no i agree it, it needed to be done we needed to leave a review <laughs> oh well i didn't review the whole thing yeah no it's it, no two... it needed to be done um yeah. i mean obviously it's good i want to see it a second time i i'd like to see it in imax I don't know if it's being offered in IMAX. I haven't been doing research. I don't know either. I was surprised it wasn't in 3D because it looked like it would have been good in 3D. But like if I so like a routine weekend, like let's say I don't have anything planned, I'll probably just catch up on the DVR and play video games. You know, I 
I haven't like figured out how I'm going to do my photography now that I'm working full time again. So that's probably just going to be a transition to like what I used to do when I did when I worked full time and did my photography. So maybe figure that out eventually and start planning photo trips. Right now, I run into a little problem because my new camera only has one battery and it's just a bitch to keep it charged all the time. You got a new camera? Yeah, I got a Sony a7. Oh. Yeah, it's a um, translucent prism mirrorless full frame. It's really nice. I like it. I'm going to pretend I understand any of that. I assume it just means it takes better pictures. Um, Not better, but I mean, it can do more things technologically than the other camera. And I mean, it's newer. My old camera was starting to get beat up. Okay. How does that compare to the camera I just got? Um, $800. Difference? Yeah. Wow. But, but okay. So, but like spec wise, how does that compare? Bigger sensor. Um, it's full frame. It's not crop chip. So you do get more of the frame in photos. You get more of a 32 millimeter film camera feel. Um, okay. It can shoot 4K video. Oh, that's cool. You need to get a 4K recorder to do it, though. And that's a $2,000 part. But I mean, just straight up, it can shoot 1080p. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, one thing I did notice about this one than other cameras I've used is the waterproof case is a lot cheaper. So I might be getting that because it's only 350 bucks, And the waterproof case for my other camera costs the same as the camera. I haven't even looked into a waterproof case for mine. It probably costs like $1,200. Well, I'm not buying that then. Must yeah. Retarded. Yeah. Waterproof cases are really expensive for those large DSLRs. Um, this camera is a lot more compact than my other one. Um, because uh, it's mirrorless, so they, they're able to put everything in a much smaller case. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, one of my weekend nerdy things often is photography. I try to go places and take pictures. It's on hiatus right now because of work and just sort of figuring out the new schedule. My work is, I didn't mention that in my weekday, my work is nerdy. I'm an IT technician, so that's actually important to mention. Um, Best IT technician I've ever met. That's actually saying something because I know you've met others. <laughs> I have. My job is a lot of helping really nerdy jobs do their nerdy jobs because I work with engineers and people who make electronics. So it's 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 yeah, it's a super nerdy job. I should have included that on the weekday thing um, on. Yeah, like my weekends are have just been kind of like I've I've only been working here for about three weeks now. So it's just getting used to weekends. I mean, before that, weekends were just like. The same as the week because I was working for myself. Now they're like actual weekends and I'm actually making plans and doing things. And um, I tend to make plans on Saturday and then Sunday is either editing day or do nothing day, depending on if I feel like editing or not. You can kind of see that on the podcast if you're a patron, because I put the episode up early for patrons. It's like if I'm having a do nothing weekend, you'll get the episode on Tuesday if I'm having an I want to edit day, you'll get the episode on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like it to, to have a shout out to all our patrons out there. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah. And if we're, if we're really loud, maybe we'll wake up Leslie and she can hear it because she's one of our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys so much. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I, you know, I think people get uh, a bad idea when it comes to, like, patron stuff. Because some people, like, um, just 
just have their patrons and they just try to do this stuff full time and make their living off of that. We, we don't do that. We don't intend on doing that as far as I know. It's just really to, to pay for the website and different stuff like that so that we can continue to do this and get better at it. Yeah, we plotted it out on the Patreon. So if like the Patreon gets big, we're just making the podcast bigger. I mean, we do have it built in that if we get a certain amount of money, we quit our day jobs and just do the podcast. But we that's do making the podcast bigger. <laughs> I don't I I will not quit my job to do that. I love my job. That's so. why you're occasional. And I don't you know, if we are making that much money, it's not like everyone's just going to up and quit their jobs. I mean, Anthony's doing what he wants to do. He's not going to quit being a teacher so he could be on the podcast. It's not necessarily the case but that's sort of like the thing it's like yeah if we had more money we could do the podcast more the actual intricacies of it are in the far future if that ever happens well then i hope it does happen for you guys i mean i'm just an occasional host who you know may actually be on more than you know an actual host that has a lot of stuff going on right now but No, no. I guess what I'm trying to say is we're not trying to make a profit. Like we're not a for-profit podcast. We're just doing this for the love of it and for the people that want to listen. Maybe a little profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there will okay. be. There will be. No, if if there is a time that we're getting income through the podcast, that we're going to enjoy it. <laughs> we're yeah. not going to just. It, it's not going to be completely altruistic. We're going to enjoy the success. I mean, that would happen. Good for you guys. <laughs> but we're not, we're not doing the podcast for that reason, which is, I think that's what you were getting at, that we, we're doing it because we want to talk to each other and do it. We're not doing it because we want to get successful because, you know, we've had, yeah, exactly we've had what same, I was trying to say. We've had the same fan base for quite a while now, and we love you guys and we don't want to, you know, we, we want to keep it like that. We don't want to change because we have a million listeners. A million. That would be super cool. Does that officially make us like celebrities? Yeah. A million listeners. I don't know if there's a podcast that even has a million listeners. Well, it makes us, well, our hundred so listeners make us celebrities now when I got recognized at a convention. Well, that oh, makes you a celebrity. Oh, I'm not shit, a celebrity. Right. Oh, shit. But that was really cool. Yeah, I w- well, I was talking to Elijah yesterday, and uh, I told him about the podcast that we were doing. I was, he was like, hey, do you have time to talk tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, you know, after the I record the podcast, that's really the only, like, in-stone thing I have. And he's like, podcast? And I was like, were you not aware of this? So then I send him a link to the podcast, and he's like, oh, cool, I'm going to listen to it. He's like, I'm friends with a celebrity. I was like, no, 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 you are way <laughs> overhyping this. <laughs> I was like, no, it's just a fun thing that Brian invited me to do. And I was like, yay. And so, subsequently, Anthony and Michael are now my friends. And I like that. Oh, so we like you too. We're we're at 59. No, now we're at an hour. So um, we have 15 minutes to do all the wrap up. So we didn't talk beforehand to figure out what movie we're going to talk about. So does anybody have a movie? They... I, it's like I've seen all the movies, and we already did The Godfather. That was like the only one on my list. Uh, Best way to yeah, figure this out yes, is okay, start okay. throwing out iconic movies until somebody until we catch a fish. I have 
not seen, I believe it was Repo Man. I don't think I've seen that. Which one? Me neither. Oh, that the the one that Elijah likes? Yeah, I think so. He force fed it to us. You watched it with me. The original? The one with Emilio Estevez. I don't remember it. Yeah, he force fed it. It's 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 an awful, awful, awful movie, and Elijah's a weird individual for liking it. <laughs> well, no, I thought he made us watch Pollock, and we were like, this is really weird. I didn't see. I don't remember that. If he did make us watch that, that I blacked that one out. Um, <laughs> I, I love that you just said he's listening, and I'm already trash talking him. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Um, Repo Man, I understand why he showed it to us. Because it was freaking weird. But I, I haven't seen it since back then. I mean, what was that? 12 years ago? Yeah, I guess. 15 years ago, something like that. I, I, I've, I, I've heard about it. Did did I see it? I don't. You, you watched sure? it with us. He made us watch it. And we mm-hmm. both went, what the fuck, at the end. It was just a whole what the fuck. And I can't really explain it badly. Well, I can explain it badly because I barely remember it. But... It's just this crazy movie that has a cult following. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at like, uh, the, I don't remember watching this, Brian. Yeah. He force fed it to us. What movie? Okay. Repo Man with Emilio Estevez. The, the opera? The opera. No, movie. not Repo the Genetic Opera. Has anyone uh, not seen Repo the Genetic Opera? I no, I, I watched that with my husband. I it haven't. Me it's out. like it's well, like one of Les's favorite movies, but I haven't seen it. Well, let's 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 describe Repo the Genetic Opera badly. Okay. Uh, do you want me to? Um, yeah, you go first because I I I'll I'll do mine too because I I've done this before. Okay. Um, Giles uh steals people's organs back when they don't pay for them. That that's that's it. That's all I got. Um, Giles think- from Buffy is a really yes. good singer and he likes digging through people's intestines for money. Well, yeah, but he's digging through their <laughs> intestines to take their organs back because yes. they couldn't pay for them. Yes. And it's a musical and Paris Hilton's in it. Is she? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is a musical and Giles does sing very well. I have and to say a certain group of people freaking love this movie. And mm. you know, I don't nerd shame, but I don't understand. Uh, yeah, my husband is one of those people that really love this movie. And, um, while I found the premise interesting, uh, it was just a little too much for me, it, it, which is saying something. Cause I watch stuff like the walking dead and things like that. And there's not a lot of gore, but I think there's something about singing about it while ripping organs out that I was just like, there's just something a little off. Uh, and, and I couldn't. I couldn't reach that one. So I found the I found the amount of gore too great against the tone of the movie. Okay, so it wasn't just me then. Yeah, it was it wasn't just you. I, I felt about it the same way, but you and I have like mirror image opinions of movies. We don't disagree very often. That's true. We don't. We don't. So So yeah, I, I, I highly suggest you see it, Anthony. It's very worth seeing because it's I'm just sure such a make different experience. It's it. not a bad movie. It's a really well-made movie. Oh, yeah. No, it's not bad at all. It is well-made. And in but I, I think that is that is just my my thing the, the the there was too much gore for what was going on. So we have two for you to see Repo Man and that that Erica doesn't remember seeing because <laughs> it was so fucking weird. And, and I know for a fact she saw it because we sat through it 
Elijah was super geeking out over this movie and sat us down to watch it. And I remember, like, I know why he likes it, because there's parts of the movie, like, there's a scene where Emilio Estevez is with this one guy in a junkyard, and this one guy is just picking up stuff and putting it in a fire. And Elijah goes, there is no context describing this scene. There's no reason for the scene to be in this movie. There is no reason for him to be doing that job. And that idea of that kind of scene in the movie is fascinating. If you look at the movie and like tear it down as a movie, you 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 see things that are like, why is that scene there? Why is that there? It doesn't make any sense. So I understand why the movie is like magnetic to people um, and people why it has a cult following. It's sort of like Troll 2 has a cult following because of how bad it is. But I don't think Repo Man is badly made or bad. I think it's just so weird that it's attractive. That and, might be it. I'm flipping through like movies, pictures of it right now, and yeah, that, I, I, I'm starting to remember. Yeah, that's why movies have cult followings. But I remember when I remember he sat us down and he was super excited about showing us, us this movie, and I kind of want to see it again because I was just so thrown back on how off the movie is. It's really weird. It, yeah, it is weird. So. Huh. I'm going to Anaheim today. What are you doing this afternoon, Erica? This afternoon, I'm going to Toys R Us. That's going to be fun. I love Toys R Us. Um, or awful. What do you mean awful? You're going with Amelia, right? Yes. It can go either way. Uh, yes, it can. But I'm not as nice as you are. So it'll I never be... buy her anything. Well, no, I'm not talking about buying stuff. No, no, no. You put up with a lot more nonsense than I do. I just tell her to cut it out. I encourage the nonsense. I'm you I'm running around sometimes. the store playing Nerf Wars with her. Y- yes, which oh, is probably Brian. why she loves you more than she loves me. Oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian. That's, oh, no. Oh, no. That's a problem. <laughs> Erica, when he has kids, you need to do to him when he does you. No. Nah. <laughs> It's fine. It's his own. It's his only niece. You know, the, the relationship. Well, no, not uncle, the only one anymore. I guess you have two now. <laughs> the relationship between an uncle and niece is very different than father, daughter or mother, daughter. I it's get true. to I get to spoil and feed her up with sugar and then give her back. Yeah. Kind of like a grandparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's gra- but, you know, she spent time with my mom and she freaking loves my mom. I still discipline her. Mom doesn't. Mom mom just lets her do whatever the heck she wants and just puts up with it because she loves her. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Grandparents do that though. Like yeah. like Chris's parents like uh they are the most wonderful people. Like they're up there with your mom, Brian. Like like they are just absolutely some of the most wonderful, giving and sweet and kind people in the world. And it's funny because when Carol's around, Amelia will start showing her butt. And then I will be like, you better reel that shit in, kid. <laughs> and Carol's all like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, it's not. And, and, and I'll like correct Amelia. And Amelia will go off and Carol will be like, she's just a kid. It's all right. And I'm like, 
I I get it, but you don't live with it every single day. She knows what she's allowed to do and what she's not allowed to do. And I have leadway. I'm not like a super disciplinary person, but like she has leadway, but she knows when she's crossed the line. And Carol's all like, no, no, go easy on her. And I'm like, uh. So, yeah, no, that's what grandparents do. Grandparents are like, you know, they can't do anything wrong. It'll be fine. Well, I was willing to spend the entire day in the parking lot at Universal Studios. What'd she do at Universal? No, she was she was she was doing her. I don't want to eat lunch thing. Oh, yeah. I sat down. (laughs) I sat down on the curb in the parking lot and ate pistachios while she raged and raged and raged and raged. And eventually she she stood there, stood there scowling at me for like 15 minutes straight and then walked over. She, You could like see the defeat in her face. She walked over and she goes. Can we go back to the park now? <laughs> she definitely. I mean, I I am stubborn. That, that I will not argue that. I'm stubborn and I definitely have my opinions about things, but she takes it to a whole nother level. And that's her dad. Because when Matt put his foot down and that was it and he wasn't going to do he, he was done. He would go to the ends of the earth to be right. <laughs> well, and you know, she does and, the same thing. And yeah, with, with like, since he was my brother, it was like, all we had to do is get in a fight and to end it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it got physical, he eventually calmed down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just. <laughs> let me let me move on to Anthony. Sorry, go ahead. Anthony, what are you doing this afternoon? Well, apparently we have to go to a barbecue, but as I said earlier, me and Leslie have a plan to go see the It movie, so I'm really excited to see that because uh, that was the first horror movie I ever saw, so I'm like, ah, oh, so hyped. It is good. It's Where's really Aiden good. going? No, he's coming with us to the barbecue, and when we go see the movie, he's probably staying with, with my grandparents. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I hope to God you're not taking him to the movie. I hoped he would. <laughs> no, I hear about that. <laughs> no, because what would happen? Like, like what happened to me? What happened to poor Aiden? No, he's only two. I'm not sure if he would even realize what's going on. No, the loud noises. I was scared the crap out of him. Yeah. Oh, the noises. Yeah, the noises yeah, probably it, would be scary. It has a lot of loud noises. You know, I wouldn't bring a two year old to that. I'm, I'm only kidding. But because <laughs> I don't think I was two when I first started seeing horror movies. I think I was like five. That's when I saw it. I was five. I think I was 10. I, I thought I was younger, but I looked at when it came out, and I know I watched it when it originally came out. Um, so, everybody, um, if you want to reach us, let me get my head back straight. Um, if you want to reach us, you can do that on Facebook.com slash radio. If you want to support us, you can do that on Patreon.com slash radio. You can also reach us by email at Brian.NerdPodcastRadio at gmail.com. Mike dot nerd podcast radio at gmail.com erica dot nerd podcast radio at gmail.com anthony uh, 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 dot com and on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at cursey smurf erica at nerdcast radio wow <sighs> you know so, i check i, I check my nerd yeah it was a lot and that was really fast i check my nerdcast email like all the time and i've never gotten an email I do sometimes. You know what? I handed out a crap ton of cards at that con, and I haven't checked my email since last sa- last Saturday. So let's see. Mm. Let me check right now. You're getting it here first, folks. Um, Brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. Loading. None. <laughs> and that's usually the case. But I check it every day. And then every once in a while, we get an email on there that's like, I want to be on your show. 
So I check it. People have tweeted me, but nobody's emailed me. I don't check my Twitter enough. I check my Twitter on like posting day. Oh, I check my Twitter like every day. I like. I have Twitter. lots of followers. Well, I like Twitter. Senior Corbell. Senior Corbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I talked to uh, Matt and uh, I told him, I was like, if there's any cons he wants to go to, that maybe we could go to the con and report back on the podcast. When you can record stuff on your phones. Yeah, but would it be the same? You edit it. It's not too bad. It'd be like you were on a phone. Mm. I mean, you could hook up a little mic to the to the phone and make it a little better. Actually, a lot or, better. Or you can just tell me whatever program you're using to record via Skype, and then he and I could just Skype about it. Yes, I won't bother telling you now because I know you. I I I know that I have to send it to you digitally, or you won't remember. Oh, you know me so well. <laughs> that was it today for today, folks. We had a great talk about the stuff we do on the day. I mean, we wanted to do this one. Um, I actually wanted a shout out to um, to Heather, my girlfriend, for suggesting this topic. I, I think it's quite interesting. Yay, Heather! Woo! I love Heather. Yeah. We all love Heather. You know, we talked about the stuff we do on the weekday and how we manage it and how we manage to be adults at the same time. So that's pretty cool. I, I especially appreciate Erica with having two kids and still being a nerd. And Anthony with having a kid and a teaching job where he has to deal with children and not being so exhausted that he can't be a nerd. Yeah, you can take the girl out of the nerd, but you can't take the nerd out of the girl. Insert inappropriate joke about Rusty. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. That being said, folks, this was Super Vegan Brian, and I was joined by Hindu Anthony. Bye, everyone. Cursey Smurferka. Bye. And I was your host today, Super Vegan Brian. Everybody stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. That's it for today, folks. Say goodbye, Anthony. Brian, cut him off. Uh, goodbye. (laughs) 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 (laughs)